world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Uh, I got about a million things I want to talk about today. I, literally a million. And I just pray that the Lord direct us the way we want to go. What, folks, whatever happened to uh, whatever happened to common sense? Really, whatever happened to common sense? And where did we reach the point? It's one Constitution guarantees us. Uh, well, it's not the Constitution. Declaration of Independence, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. At what point did uh, the individual pursuit of happiness trump all morality, all decency, all common sense? At what point does your pursuit of happiness violate long-held tenets of morality? At what what point? Where did that come from, folks? And how long are we going to allow people to say, my body, my choice, when number one, that's just not true. That's an absolute profound lie. You cannot do whatever you want to do with your body. You can't take drugs. You're not not allowed to inject illegal drugs into your body. they, they, They would not allow me to go and sexually mutilate someone who said that they were a boy, a woman living in a boy's body. People aren't allowed to go cut off appendages. Not allowed to do that. There's a lot of things that you're not allowed to do with your body. You can't take drugs. You can't sell it. You can't, uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? You can't prostitute your body out. You can't inject fentanyl legally into your body. Why do we, why do we allow this continual repetition of untruths to hold sway in, in our land? Why, why do we do that? Why, why do we do that? Now, at what point do we wake up and understand that what we are witnessing, even though we are a... a, a, a Democratic Republic, a constitutional republic. The individual right does not always trump moral decency. It does not, folks. It does not trump moral decency. But for some reason, uh, and again, me personally, I hold the church responsible for it. Because for the most part, the church is no longer standing up and fighting for what all of us ought to consider universal morality. Men are not allowed to try to recruit young children into sex. And you understand that now they, they've changed, they change the words and they change the world. You get that, right? So now, now they're no longer pedophiles. You know what they're calling them, right, friends? Minor attracted people. Minor attracted people. In other words... If some sexual deviant has his eyes on my grandson, he has the right to do that. Minor attracted people. For somewhere along the line here in America, after literally centuries, centuries of homosexuality being a moral deviancy, punishable by death, by the way, still punishable by death, in many countries in, a, in the world, homosexuality, punishable by death. Now, I just, somebody's going to say, well, coach, not, not as many as you say. Okay. Can we go back uh, 60 years? Can we go back 100 years? Was homosexuality permitted in any nation in the world? I, don't, I, I could be wrong. 
I don't think so. And now all of a sudden it's commonplace. Folks, look, look, are you looking at me? Just in our lifetime. Just in our lifetime. Hey, Hunter, I'm going to see how quick you are. Spencer, whoever it is, it's Spencer in there. Hey, pull up uh, pull up uh, the, the homosexual manifesto. Pull that thing up. What, what was the date on that? Because when they read the, the gay manifesto, the homosexual manifesto, when it was read into the congressional record, homosexuality was illegal. It was illegal. Uh, what, what do they call that? The, uh, no, the homosexual manifesto, I think. So, so you find it? No, it's not the gay manifesto. It's a homosexual manifesto read into Congress. There it is. What day? What was that? Read into Congress. Spence is getting it up there for us. He's working hard. He's working hard. Read into Congress, and there it was. It just went by, bud. It just showed us. 1987. 1987. Homosexuality was illegal. It was illegal, friends. Thought, wait, hang on a minute. Look, you soft Christians out there, I'm not bashing gays. Trying to get you to open your eyes and think here. Real quickly, Spencer, I wish I'd have been on this earlier. Pull up sodomy laws. Sodomy laws. I wonder when they did away with sodomy laws. By the way, that's what Lawrence v. Texas was all about. The legalization of homosexuality. Sodomy laws in the United States without a lot of variety of sexual acts were inherited from the colonial laws in the 17th century. While they often target sexual acts between persons of the same sex, many statutes employ definitions broad enough to outlaw certain sexual acts between persons of different sexes. And in some cases, even, yeah, and, and some in some cases, adultery, going out on your wife, sleeping with another woman, was a crime. Now, our folks, are we becoming more enlightened or less enlightened? Which, which is going on in the midst of us? Through the 20th century, the gradual liberalization of American sexuality led to the elimination of sodomy laws in most states. During this time, the Supreme Court upheld the Constitution of Sodomy Laws in Bowers v. Hardwick. In Bowers v. Hardwick, 1986, the Supreme Court said, uh-uh, no sodomy. Hey, anybody alive in 1986? Anybody alive out there in 1986? That mm-hmm. isn't that long ago, is it, boys and girls? Ronald Reagan was president, I remember, I think, 1986, Bowers v. Hardwick, 1986, the Supreme Court said, nope, 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 to sodomy. However, in 2003, the Supreme Court reversed the decision. By the way, they reversed the decision regarding abortion, and everybody goes crazy. They reversed the decision regarding sodomy. The church is silent. However, the 2003 Supreme Court reversed Lawrence v. Texas in validating sodomy laws in the remaining 14 states. By the way, the Supreme Court of the United States cannot invalidate a state law. Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. So it was 1987. Go back there for me, Spence, because, I, I, look, I didn't prepare this. It's just coming off the top of my head, all right? So 1987, 1986, sodomy laws, Bowers v. Hardwick, Supreme Court said, nope, sorry, sorry, no sodomy, no sodomy. When did the when did that gay manifesto come out? 1986, Bowers versus Hardwick. When did the communist uh, homosexual manifesto come out? I know, I'm just showing you. 1987, the next year, they told us what they were going to do. And they did it to the point where the average person watching this show even right now thinks I'm radical. Can there be anything more radical? I, listen, I just tell it like it is. Can there be anything more radical than legalizing one man inserting his penis into the anus of another man? Can there be anything more radical than that? My body, my choice, right? My body, my choice. And see, as my friend Alan Key says, the Constitution of the United States does not give anybody the right to do wrong. The inalienable rights. There are inalienable rights to do right. There are no inalienable rights to do wrong. If you do wrong, you're punished. You are arrested. You are right. You're right. Right. 
Boom. And so what they do, they eliminated Christianity as a morality. There is no morality, except now the morality they have is whatever they determine the morality to be. They determine the morality. They, they, whoever they are, but certainly not the Christians. They, that other team, that seed of the serpent team, they project their values on the rest of us. And their values are right straight from Anton LaVey. Do what thou wilt. My body, my choice. I'm taking you somewhere this morning. I didn't mean to be where I am right now, but I'm taking us somewhere this morning. Hang in there with me, okay? Myra, get ready. Get, re- get ready to, get ready. Tell right now, what, what verse are you going to read, Myra? Tell us right now what verse so we can get it up on the screen. Hey, friends, look, look. This is the battle. Defending Christ in the public square is the battle. And you better figure out in your mind whether Christ is a warrior or a mamsy, mamsy, pamsy, rollover kind of God. Is he a, everything goes okay, I'm okay, you're okay, Jesus? Is that what we're dealing with? Or do we, are we dealing with Jesus who is righteous, with righteous judgment? Because the church doesn't know. The church thinks he's a flower child. The church thinks Jesus is a product of the hippies of the 1960s. The hippies of the 1960s brought that hippie Jesus into the church. And we're still suffering the consequences of that hippie Jesus. Right? Oh, I got I got I got a lot for I got a lot for you today. I got a lot for you. Where are we reading today, Myra? Yes, coach. I will be reading from Hebrews 1 7 through 10. Hebrews 1, 7 through 10. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, coach. And of the angels, he said, Who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a frame of fire? Okay, hang on a second. That's not a question. There's not a question mark at that. This is sometimes the danger of where we pick up in the scriptures. Talking about God, Jesus, and the angels who maketh his angels, Jesus maketh his angels spirits and his ministers as a flame of fire. Are you, you follow me here, folks? It's important we understand the context of this. Okay, go ahead. Yes, we're, hey, listen, listen, we're talking about this righteous God who makes his angel spirits and his ministers a flame of fire, not a pile of sugar or cotton candy. Okay, go Myra. <laughs> yes, coach. But unto the sun, he's safe. The throne of God is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness in the scepter of thy kingdom. Okay, got to stop you, Myra. Got to stop you. Spencer, scepter, scepter. A scepter. What's a scepter? I I know, but I want to prove it to you. S-C-E-P-T-R. There you are. A staff or baton, baton borne by kings on solemn occasions as a badge of authority. The appropriate ensign of royalty. Royal power or authority. So Jesus is that scepter of authority. Are you with me here, folks? That's what a scepter is. What's he do? But unto the Son he has said, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness is the scepter of the kingdom. The authority of righteousness is what the church is supposed to be proclaiming. Keep going, Myra. Yes, coach. That has loved righteousness. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Who has loved righteousness? Who has? (laughs) Who has loved righteousness? He loved it. Go ahead. Keep going. Yes. And hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, have anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Wow. He's rewarding and anointing with gladness. These angels are going to hold up the scepter of righteousness. What a picture. Go on. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens of the works of thy hands. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to Coach Dave Huddle, and we open our hearts to you. I release the anointing that breaks the power of ego. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. So, as we just read there, although you probably don't read it that way, the Lord is rewarding those who are standing up for righteousness. He hates evil. But, but thou hast loved righteousness and hated evil. You guys see that? Verse 9. You love righteousness and you hate iniquity. Iniquity is evil. Right? Therefore, God, even thy God, has anointed thee. So if I love righteousness and I hate evil, God is anointing me with oil and gladness above thy fellows. If you stand up and you speak up and you defend the Lord, there's an anointing that falls upon you, brothers and sisters. By the way, the exact opposite of what the church has told us. The church has told us to accept this homosexuality, right? Why? Because we've put the individual life choices of sinners above the righteousness of Almighty God. Hey, Vinny, boom! Boom. We have put the sexual deviant desires of perverts above the righteousness of Almighty God. That's what we've done. Boom. We've accepted it. And now we have minor attracted persons. They're going to legalize that as sure at, pardon me, they're going to try to legalize that as sure as I'm sitting in this multi-million dollar studio. What's going on? My email's blowing up. Let me turn this thing off. I'm going to show you something here. Wait a minute. I got to get here. People got, I got their hands up. All right. No, no hands up yet. It's okay. Good, good. All right. Spencer, pull this up here. Uh, did you guys see Tucker Carlson last night? My buddy Cal Zastro, the 11 people that were arrested, the 11 people that were arrested were on last night. And I want you to pull up, uh, it says Tucker Pelosi, 1150 mark. If you guys didn't see this last night, Tucker opened up with a a 17-minute segment of our friends, my friends, my personal friends, Chet Gallagher, Cal Zastro, Jimmy Zastro, Eva Zastro, Eva Adel, the Holocaust survivor, Tucker does a great job of telling their story. Now, at the end of this, I want to, we're going to watch about the last three minutes of this of this interview. I will put this in the chat so you can watch the whole thing. But I want I want to ask you whether or not, as you if thank God for Tucker, he's finally exposing some things. No other. I don't I don't know where Tucker is. I really don't know. I don't know if he's a believer. I don't know. I don't know whether he's a good guy. I don't know if he's a uh, I don't know if he's uh, somebody put in there to control us. I I really don't know. But he's going to start starting at the 11 minute and 50 second mark. I want you to watch him. Uh, he exposes the war between good and evil that's going on. It's a political war. Go ahead and play that, Spence. Start at 11 Paul Vaughn's house and scaring the hell out of his 11 children. You never would imagine that in real life, people who sang hymns in an abortion clinic would be facing 11 years in prison. So you have to ask, since the parallels are very clear, this is effectively the modern version of Bull Connor's fire hoses and German shepherds, has a single Democrat pointed out that this is insane? That an 11-year sentence for him singing might be a little punitive? Has Sandy Cortez said anything? I mean, wait a second. We're pro-choice and everything, but 11 years? For a 55-year-old father of 11? Has Rashida Tlaib? What about George Gascon or Larry Krasner? The guys who think, whoa, we put way too many people in prison. We've got to pull back a little bit. We've got to rehabilitate them. What about the compassion mongers at CNN or MSNBC? Have they said a word about this? As their country becomes totalitarian, have they even noticed? We checked. No. The only clip we could find was Nancy Pelosi, where she endorses violence against her political enemies. Here she is. There has been a number of attacks on... Uh, on on churches, on uh, crisis pregnancy centers. Republicans are going after Democrats for not saying anything, and they're saying that that your rhetoric is contributing to these attacks on these crisis pregnancy centers. A woman has a right to choose, to live up to her responsibility. It's up to her, her doctor, her family, her husband, her, her significant other, and her God. I'm a very Catholic person, and I believe in every woman's right to make her own decisions. First of all, you're not a Catholic. I mean, this is ridiculous. Let's stop pretending. Second, you don't believe at all in the right to choose. You applauded as nurses got fired 
because they didn't want to take the mandatory vax because they didn't want to hurt their own fertility. They wanted to have children maybe someday. And you thought that was great. So it wasn't their body, their choice. You're a liar and a fraud. You're not a Christian. Be quiet. But what's really stunning is nobody, the people who've lectured us for years, the criminal justice system is just too mean, that MS-13 are children of God. They don't have a problem with this at all. The people who claim to hate mass incarceration, it turns out are strongly for the mass incarceration of anyone who disagrees with them. And they're doing it. As Julie Kelly has reported relentlessly, judges have sentenced dozens of January 6th defendants to months in prison followed by probation. Why? Oh, because they entered a public building as police officers stood by, lifted the ropes for them. What was that about, by the way? Don't ask, shut up. They belong in jail. As of this week, dozens of January 6th defendants are still being held in pretrial detention. No one notices. Where's the Republican Party on that? <laughs> Nowhere. At the same time, the FBI has made zero arrest, none, to protect pro-lifers from actual violence. Not him singing, firebombing. The Compass Care Pregnancy Services Center in Buffalo was firebombed in June. No arrests have been made. In fact, the FBI seized surveillance footage from the facility and never gave it back. This building was up in flames this morning when police and firefighters arrived, and this is the aftermath. Broken windows, shattered glass, and graffiti, which the CEO says gives him an indication as to who he thinks is behind this. We're able to serve 25... CEO Jim Hardin says this didn't come as a complete shock. Recently, Compass Care has been receiving threats online and in person. The graffiti on the side of the building says Jane was here. And Hardin says he thinks the abortion rights group Jane's Revenge is behind the attack. It's a reference to Jane's Collective, which provided underground abortions in Chicago in the 1960s. The group took responsibility for firebombing a pro-life facility in Madison, Wisconsin last month. Hardin says it'll take months to repair the $100,000 worth of damage to the facility. See how this works? So a group aligned with Joe Biden firebombs a building. Firebombs. And the FBI does nothing. Instead, they send agents with automatic rifles to the home of a 55-year-old man with 11 children because he sung hymns in an abortion clinic. This is too much, actually. There's always going to be disparities in justice. There's always going to be disparities in law enforcement. You have to believe they're unintentional. This is not unintentional. This is intentional. It's right in our face, and it's completely unacceptable. Chris Ray, who runs the FBI, purportedly a good guy, a decent man who cares about justice, what does he think of this? Is this all right? Sending FBI agents with automatic weapons to arrest a hymn singer? So we called Chris Ray's office today and asked a simple question. Are you okay with this? Do you know this is happening? You run the FBI. No response. Just like Paul Vaughn's wife, to shut the door. We don't have to answer your questions. These are political raids, and they're exactly what the most recent FBI whistleblower, Steve Friend, warned about last month. The FBI didn't respond to those warnings from one of its own agents. It just suspended Steve Friend. So the raids are continuing. People need to see this. This is going too far, and it's getting scary. So, folks, the enemy is anybody that opposes the Luciferian agenda as, as promoted by by uh, the Biden administration. You see what's going on? But they do spend two years, a year and a half, investigating Bill Dunphy. Investigating Bill Dunphy. By the way, Spencer, can you pull up real quickly that that quick video on my website that we made for Bill Dunphy? Folks, I would ask you, we raised about $4,000 yesterday for Bill Bill Dunphy's defense, about $4,000. It ought to be $40,000. It ought to be $100,000 already. And uh, this, is the, this is the video that you can find at Coach Dave Live that you can share with everybody you know. It's every, this is everybody you know. This is the, this is the one minute and 54 second, excuse me, video that we're sending. Folks, do you see, do you understand what's going on? Do you understand? Do you understand that Cal Zastro and those people that, by the way, if you watch that Tucker clip, put it in the chat. You watch the Tucker clip. They got pictures of Cal Zastro and Eva Zastro. And all, these are all, these are my friends. These are, I have stayed in their home. They have stayed in my home. Do you, do you understand? 
You understand how close this is hitting home? Do you understand that the FBI has determined that anybody who supports MAGA is the enemy? Do you understand that? That's what Pete Santilli was all about yesterday when he went to the went to the FBI office. Folks, we gotta we gotta stand up and push back and fight back against this stuff. Play that two-minute clip if you could, real quick, Spencer. Pastors, not friend, my friend. My pastor friend, Bill Dunphy, was just arrested by the FBI. They came to his house, took him in. He was a J6er and one of the few brave pastors that I know in the United States of America who had the courage to go to Washington, D.C. And now they're drumming up all kinds of crap against him and going to, they arrested him. They charged him. Yes, he was able to go home, but he's going to have huge, huge legal bills ahead of him. So I'm launching today a legal defense fund for Pastor Bill Dunphy and for others who I believe are going to fall into the same trap. And I'm appealing to you out there, folks, listen to me. There's going to be more people who are going to get caught up in this. We cannot, as, as sick as it is, we need funds to, these guys, the Bible says no soldier goes to warfare at his own charges or his own expense. And Bill Dunphy went to Washington, D.C. to fight for Almighty God, and he shouldn't have to pay his own legal bills in order to do it. So I'm appealing to you out there. You're going to think I'm crazy. The Lord said to me yesterday that there are, that there are 10 people out there, 10 people who can give $5,000. That's what the Lord told me yesterday when I was mowing the grass. So I'm putting this appeal out to you. You can't give $5,000. Okay. Can you give a hundred? We have a guy who stood up against the forces of darkness, a man of God, a pastor who stood up against the forces of darkness. And I'll be dead gone if I'm going to let him stand alone. And I pray that if $5 or $10 or $20, whatever it is that you'll go to coachdavelive.com and donate to the Bill Dunphy Relief uh, Defense Fund because we are going to stand with our brother. Don't you dare gripe and moan about pastors not standing up if you won't support this brave man who just did. God bless you. Thanks. Share that, folks. Share that. Good. We're, we're working with... Uh, Brett and the Christian Revolution get this thing out and launched and, and go. God, I, sometimes I, well, see, the Lord gave me this vision five years ago, and I, and I puddled around with it. I puddled around with it. Five years ago, I knew we needed a legal defense fund. I knew we did. I knew we did. And here we are. We're always closing the door after the cows are out. We, we, we always live like that. Oh, we always live like that. That's where we are. One other thing I want to show you, then I'm going to open it up. God, I'm sorry, Randall. No, this is all good. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. Pull up Kanye. And go to the two minute and 10 mark, second mark. Kanye West, as I told you, 81 million Twitter followers or whatever. Huh? Whatever. They're saying he's crazy. Folks, the Lord is busting down walls that we can't even begin to understand. This guy here, I read on my Facebook page when I posted this video, somebody said, well, he can't be saved. He's cursing. Hey, folks, that's called straining at a gnat and swallowing a camel. This guy was as far lost as you could possibly be. He has 81 million Twitter followers or one of those programs, 81 million million. Donald Trump follows him. Barack Obama follows him. This guy is one of the great cultural uh, shapers in American history. He shaped America through rap and clothing, design. He's the richest black man on the planet, Kanye West. Kanye West. And God is, see, God is raising up warriors from the most unsuspecting places. We would, who would have ever have thought it? Who would? And then people are mad because he says the poo-poo word. He says the shit word or something like that. Oh my goodness! Oh, he can't be saved. So it's un, it's unbelievable, man. It's un, unbelievable. So I want you to watch this two-minute segment. This right here will. If they will give him the platform, like he said, he's the world's richest black man and has no free speech. 
world's richest black man and no free speech. And I don't know if you can see on his chest right there, he created an image that he's wearing around his neck and he's making going to make some shirts, whatever. And it's an image of a ultrasound of an unborn baby. They're going to try to kill Kanye West. And for all of, the, all of you holier than thou Christians out there, so well, he's not, it's not real. His conversion's not real. He still says poo-poo and tee-tee. He still says dirty words. He can't be saved. This dude just laid his life on the line. I want you to listen to this. Started, he's got it up in just a couple minutes. You need to watch this entire interview. I've said that to you yesterday. It's an hour. You'll find it someplace on, on the internet. Oh, that we had pastors with the courage of Kanye West. Go ahead. Amen. Uh, it just represents life and pro-life. Boy, so you wear it on a badge. What, what kind of response do you get? And, and good, amen, I agree. I don't care about people's responses. I care about the fact that there's more black babies being aborted than born in New York City at this point, that 50% of black death in America is abortion. So I really don't care about people's responses. I perform for an audience of one, and that's God. I'm sorry. I'm starting to see why they want to make you be quiet. Um, how, when did you start to feel this way? When did you start to realize this? I, I really felt like, I think I started to really feel this need to express myself on another level when Trump was running for office and I liked him yes. and every single person in Hollywood from my ex-wife to my mother-in-law to my manager at that time to, you know, my, my so-called friends slash handlers around me told me, like, if I said that I like Trump, that my career would be over, that my life would be over. Uh, they said stuff like people get killed for wearing a hat like that. They threatened my life. They put my life. They basically said that I would be killed uh, for uh, wearing the hat. I had a, a, someone call me last night and said anybody wearing a White Lives Matter shirt is going to be greenlit, and that means that they're going to beat them up if they wear it. And I'm like, you know, okay, green light me then. <laughs> you know? You know, God builds warriors in a different way. I don't know mm. if it's because of me being a born in Atlanta and growing up on the south side of Chicago that, you know, he made me for such a, such a time like this. It's like with David. You know, he tended to the sheep, but while he was out there, he had to fight all kinds of animals. So when it was time for Goliath to come, you thought because he was a sheep herder that he didn't have the skill set to take down Goliath. And the thing that I have is the position. I have my heart. But the number one thing is we have God on our side. And for the people, even if you don't believe in God, God believes in you. So you made reference to the White Lives Matter t-shirt. Huh? Huh? For such a time as this, God makes his warriors. God picks his warriors. And we prim and proper Christians can't even recognize profoundly changed life. And rather than criticizing Kanye, once you call it Ye now, rather than criticizing them, I wonder how many of those people who criticize Kanye are praying for him, that his voice and his influence would grow, that the eyes and the ears of the unregenerated, the unwashed, that the eyes and the ears would hear one of their own, saved by grace, declaring the truth to them. Lord. See, we're, ne we're, ne we're never going to we're never going to win because we're never pure enough for our supporters. We're never clean enough. We talk harsh. And Kanye say, God paraphrasing, God trains warriors for the way he wants them to be. No cookie cutters. 
No love, 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 peace, peace, peace. Bible says they cry peace, peace. There ain't no peace. Who are you lying to? Who are you lying to? They cry peace, peace. There is no peace. Minor attracted persons. In other words, pedophiles coming after your kids in kindergarten. Oh, I got more. But I've taken 35 minutes. Somebody want to step into the arena here this morning? Come on in. Yes, I have uh, for uh, Kanye West and Bill Dunphy. Uh, Deuteronomy 31.6, be strong and of good courage. Do not fear. Do not be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. I bought pizzas the other night. Four pizzas. $75. Right? I, I get what's going on. Bill Dunphy's worth $75. Claudine, come on in. Good morning, Coach. My daughter had uh, had the charge of the radio station yesterday. So right off the top, DJ comes on and starts talking trash about Kanye and how he's no good anymore and that he's going, his music's not good anymore. So they're attacking him on the radio. Yep. They got, hey, they got Claudine. If, they, if he, are you kidding me? If he is able to speak that truth on his platform, they cannot allow that to happen, friends. They can't allow it to happen. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Claudine, all you guys are doing out there. You make me proud. Glenn. Yeah, so, you know, it was nice. To, um, Candace Owens accompanied him uh, on that trip to France. Uh, so it was it was it was great to see that instead of handlers speaking into his ear, you had a truth teller. Glenn, to Glenn, him. hang on a second, Glenn. He he says in the interview he had five, he he had on staff five hundred and thirty five advisors. He was paying five hundred and thirty five advisors, Tony, and all of them telling him the wrong thing. Go ahead. Yeah, well, just no, it's just, uh, but it was. Just to show you, I mean, just as an example that he's that he's changing, he has Candace Owens with him. That's right, a truth teller. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. You get, hey, hey, folks, I don't, I don't know if you have have any discernment at all. If you can't see the Holy Spirit working in the life of Kanye West, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you have the Holy Spirit. You know what he used to be. You have any idea? It, it's, it baffles me. It baffles me. Dale. A- Amen on Kanye West. It's not about uh, show me show me your prayer and your calendar event. It's show me your fruits, and then you know. And his fruits are bearing forth, brother. You can see that. There's no doubt about it. You know, that video of the arrest, Coach, you know, that guy did not go into the abortion camp. Pastor Paul did not go into the abortion clinic. He was asked to come in by the police to help delegate with the, you know, interpose with the people who were being arrested. So is that crazy? So Cal's Astra, I've, I've been in contact with the past two days. He just got back in from Ukraine. Yeah. yeah, Ukraine, right? So he's turning himself in tomorrow. Please be praying. Last thing, Tucker Carlson, brother, you'll, you'll know this name, Pat, Pastor Bill Shanks. I met Tucker Carlson at Bill Shanks's house, and Pastor Car- Pastor Bill led Tucker Carlson to the Lord in his living room back in 1990-something. Wow. <laughs> you know, Dale, what, what continues to amaze me? Folks, I, I'm, this is not braggadocious, all right? Please understand that. I can't believe how tight the circle is influencers that the Lord is putting me with in contact with it's a names that would blow you away. If you knew that supernaturally connections are being made and folks, if you think that we're going under, if you think God's not raising up an army, I, I, I don't need, I don't even know <laughs> if you can't see it. See, if you watch the media though, 
uh, something going on with Tucker. Tucker has become more and more bold. And I don't know what's going on there. I don't know. Oh, man. million things to talk about. Roger, come on in. Did you disappear on me there, Rod? Okay, let me show you. The, the, the genocide, and I'll say it again, the genocide that is going on in the black community through abortion, if he just rode that mantle, and that's all he talked about. Yep, amen. It would be enough. <laughs> I, I, you know, live births versus abortion births in the black community. They are wiping out the black community and the black community doesn't even see it and realize it. No, well, that's what Kanye says. They won't. It's all, folks. Lucifer owns everything up there. They own everything. Lucifer is not going to allow Kanye's message to get out. They're not going to allow. It. They're not going to allow. It. They're going to call him crazy. By the way, how many of your family members thought you were nuts when you went all in for the Lord? See, they really do think he's nuts. They really do. Dale, before you come in here, uh, get up, uh, get Tenpenny up and ready to go. Number three. Go ahead, Dale. I just want to circle back around on that. On that interview with Kanye West, he goes into the indoctrination of his children in the school system, brother. I'm telling you, his light is fully on. (laughs) Hey, Dale, he said shit. I heard him. He said that. He can't be saved. I'm and Dale. I actually had people comment that on my Facebook page. I, I'm, I'm calls people fools and dogs and pigs and <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that was Jesus. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you, Clay. Go ahead, brother. Then I'm going to get. A, I'm going to show you another video here. Well, manipulation. all manipulation. Yeah. If people question whether or not he's really in this game because his heart's in it or not, and he's he's rich. He could spend the rest of his life on a yacht every day, and he's choosing to take on this as a task, and he's got passion for it. So that's, that's one of the most dangerous things you can have right there, somebody that can uh, spend the rest of their life sitting on a yacht or a golf course, and then they choose to yep. get in this dirty fight. That's right, man. Hey, he, the, the prof, one of the profound statements he says, I'm the richest black man in the world, and I have no free speech. See, I think he's got a chip on his shoulder. I think they're playing it wrong. So I want to show you some other media manipulation here, because this is what, this is all, Kanye talks about this. It's all program, everything, everything. Folks, Lucifer is in control of the media, because we decided that we would go start our own media. So we wouldn't get our hands dirty, right? And so we've, we we don't do any media at all. So here we get CNN. <clears throat> Watch this. Watch this. What they say about Sherry Tenpenny. Well, go ahead. Told you at the top of the program about the FDA's decision to fully approve the Pfizer COVID vaccine and how it just might change the landscape for those people who've been, at least many of them, who've been on the fence about getting one. This came after the former president spoke at an Alabama rally over the weekend while he received his usual full-throated welcome. When it came to that vaccine, many who came to hear him had no support for either the vaccine or of him telling them they should get the vaccine, which he did. Seeing as Donnie O'Sullivan was there, he talked to his supporters about the vaccines at the time pending approval. Here's his report. No, not getting that vaccine. No, 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 no. Then vaccines are not good, huh? Are you vaccinated? No, but I have a lot of hydrochloroquine and zinc at my house. So have you got your vaccine shot? Nope, don't want it. No? Wait, they ain't tested it enough, from my opinion. Yeah. The the Pfizer shot is about to get... See, look, hang on a minute. FDA hang on a minute. That change? Look, they, they love this because those hillbillies sound ignorant, see? That's what every, they want everybody to think, that these are stupid Trump supporters. Here's the point you can't miss. These people are Trump supporters, and they ain't taking the vaccine. And they know Trump has sold them out on the vaccine, but they're still Trump supporter on other issues because they ain't taking the vaccine. Go ahead. Change your opinion on it at all? Not until they do a whole lot more investigating in on it. Yeah. Nothing's going in me until then. Right. Do you think that would take 
a long time? About 10 years or so. What I don't trust the government. I don't trust C- uh, CDC. I don't trust none of them. What is it about the vaccine? Because uh, I've watched Dr. T. Penny, and she's done a lot of research on it. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny is a discredited conspiracy theorist who pushes dangerous misinformation about vaccines. I'm sure you've seen the pictures all over the Internet of people who've had these shots, and now they're magnetized. They can put a key on their forehead. It sticks. They can put spoons and forks all over them, and they can stick. Those and other unhinged false claims landed Tenpenny on a list known as the Disinformation Dozen, super spreaders of COVID misinformation. These 12 people are out there giving misinformation. Anyone listening to it is getting hurt by it. It's killing people. It's bad information. But Tenpenny and others in the disinformation dozen are finding appeal among some Trump supporters. My own doctor tried to get me to get shot, and I told him to go watch Dr. T. Penny. So you trust this woman on the internet uh-huh. more than your own doctor? Uh-huh, I oh. do. To listen to the internet or to listen to, rather than, rather than the, the professionals, the scientists, the CDC, the FDA, if you look at the history of vaccine, it's been, again, the greatest gift we've ever been given. People today wouldn't be at any of these events. They would either have polio, they would have smallpox, they would have many other diseases. Vaccines have saved us. Trump came here to Alabama Saturday. It's the state with the lowest vaccination rate in the nation. And at the time of this rally, every ICU bed. Folks, you understand that they are trying to make Trump's supporters look like hilljacks. You understand that, don't you? You understand how tainted this thing is? And if people who are not woke or not people who are not part of what what it is we're doing here, they hear this crap over and over and over and over and over again. That's where our battle lies. It's an information war. Alex Jones was right. Keep going. Here was full. His timid suggestion his supporters should get the shot was met with jeers. And you know what? I believe totally in your freedoms. I do. You got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But no, he didn't. You got no. That's okay. That's all right. You got your freedoms. But I happen to take the vaccine. If it doesn't work, you'll be the first to know. Okay. Trump got the vaccine, though. Yeah. They keep saying that. I don't know that. I mean, I'm not fully convinced of that. You don't think Trump suffered that? I don't think he did. I really don't. In so many people's minds, so many people who don't want to get the shot, this is a Republican-Democrat thing. Oh, absolutely. You know, we know. But but I will tell you, I don't personally see that that virus came over here on a donkey or on an elephant, and and it's affecting everybody. I watch Prophets of God and Newsmax and maybe a little Fox. That's about it. That's about it. Okay, do you get it? Do you get it? She's stupid. See, she doesn't listen to the news. She watches Prophets of God. Folks, can you see what they're doing? Can you see what they're doing? Go ahead. Listen to it. I want to listen to what God's saying, what he's fixing to do. That's all I'm concerned about. I think it is this time where God is separating the sheep from the goats. What you are know you? What are you? I am a, a oh, wow. <laughs> I'm a goat because I ain't a sheep. I'm not doing what they tell me to do. Mm. I'm fighting against it. Antonio Sullivan joins us now. Um, do you think the, I wonder the, if he the saved. former think that reporter saved? saved. Although you said it was timid, nevertheless, he did say it. Do you think it convinced anyone? No, it didn't seem like that, Anderson. I mean, and I think that is something that Trump knows. We know Trump likes to take credit for things, and he can, in many respects, take credit for the development uh, of this vaccine. But he knows that so many in his base do not want to take this shot. It is a red line for them. And it's really remarkable to hear, you know, so many folks we've spoken to do not want to be, as that woman described it, a sheep. They don't want to take this vaccine. They view it as a political statement almost. And some folks are so intent on not becoming part of this herd of sheep, they're going as far as taking medicine uh, for horses. So it is a very troubling uh, situation. Wow, here. Huh? From that public wow. health official, Judy Smith, in our piece. Um, some folks are only willing to take the shot once they see a family member or loved one really, really sick in hospital. Boy, is that, that's supposed to be news. That's propaganda. Ohio Brett, come on in. Hey, Coach, I'll never forget the 
the talk you gave at a conference, go there for Ezekiel 9. You are crying out against the abomination. Sherry Tenpenny, uh, the, the, the people that you have led me to, coach that have become friends, Carrie Midday, uh, Dr. Paul in Maine, uh, Brian Artis, these uh, just legendary leaders of truth, and they can paint the narrative all they want. We got to start pushing back. Hey, did you take the vaccine? Have you seen all these athletes dropping dead? Did you see Mike Hart? That was a lie. That 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 was a seizure. We got to push back peacefully. And hey, we got to speak the truth, man. Hey, folks, listen, listen. I was talking to somebody other. It was maybe Santil. No, somebody else. Doesn't matter who it was. Two weeks when Lindell releases his information. Two weeks, and the gig will be up. The truth will be exposed. Two weeks. Silver, come on in. You know, Coach, that's, a, that's the second time I've seen that. And, and all of a sudden, I just happened to notice the dumb people, uh, the hicks, had a mic stuck up in their mouth. Yeah, listen to them, man. And the people who agree that we, we, we can't do this, they're all a little mic'd up. Uh huh. Anywhere, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was just waiting. I just was waiting for the reporter to ask him, "Can you squeal like a pig?" That's what I was, that's what I was waiting to hear. Anybody saw Deliverance knows what I'm talking about, right? So if you don't understand what that we are up, what we're up against, folks, what we're up against, that Kanye West is laying his life on the line, fighting against this Luciferian system. They're all calling him crazy. He's lost his mind. Same stuff they're saying about you. It's the exact same stuff they say about me. And by the way, do you know the coach Dave says bad words? It's the same daggone thing. It's the same argument. Boom. Revelation 2015. Good morning, coach. Good morning. Uh, I think there's about to be a mighty move of God in this land. I there's mean, one going on. Listen, there's one going on right now. Go ahead. Oh, un- undoubtedly. But I, I really think he's getting ready to move big in this land. And uh, he's chosen Kanye to be one of his soldiers. And I believe Kanye is going to get even more radical in the future. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him give away his wealth. A bunch of it, a bunch of it. Look, I, I got look. I got eight minutes left. I want to switch gears on you because this is important. Okay, because hey, folks, do you know this? Do you know that I bring information to the table so you can share the information? You know that, right? So I don't. I'm not. I'm. I was telling my wife this morning as I was getting ready to do a show. What an awesome responsibility this is. I don't take it lightly. I, I don't take it lightly. But I want it to be an information, what, what do I ever say? A library. A library. But you gotta, you got to share it with others. It's an information war. One at a time, i got to move it on. So, Spencer, if you could pull up for me. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I was talling to Pete Santilli about By the way, if you didn't see the interview we did on Brighty on Half Hour with Pete, that's really good, too. I think that's posted. Go up, number four. Number four. Pull up number four. <clears throat> Miss Prison. I want you, as, as we read this, folks, I want you to ask yourself this question. How many elected officials do you know who know the truth about what's going on? How many elected officials do you know who probably, that's, that's a figurative statement, who know the president is mentally incapable? Do you think every member of Congress knows it? Do you think they have inside information? No, Joe Biden is not mentally competent. And the remaining silent about it. I think they probably do, right? I think they probably do. <clears throat> How many elected officials do you think know about uh, the cheating in the election? You think uh, 90% of them? 70%? You think 100%? Legal information. 18 U.S. Code for misprison of felony. Misprison means not reporting, ignoring. Whoever having knowledge of the actual commission of a felony cognizable by a court of the United States conceals 
and does not as soon as possible make known the same to some judge or other person in civil or military authority in the United States shall be fined under this title in prison not more than three years or both. Boom. That's not, not only, friend, listen to me. That's not only the elected officials. It's every member of their staffs. They know. They know. Each and every one. Each and every one of them. But as if that's not enough, Miss Prison of Treason. Number five, Miss Prison of Treason. Did you know that's a crime? Not reporting treason? Whoever owing allegiance to the United States and having knowledge of the commission of any treason against them. Would that be anybody in Congress, you think? Would that be anybody in Congress who knows anything about what was done? Conceals and does not, as soon as may be disclosed, as soon as may be disclosed, and make known the same to the president or to some judge of the United States or to the governor or to some judge or justice of a particular state. Anybody knows this stuff and doesn't report it is guilty of this prison of treason and shall be fined under this title in prison not more than seven years or both. They're after Bill Dunphy. They're after Bill Dunphy. It's exactly what Tucker Carlson was talking about last night. They know the truth. Look, hey, friends, your congressman knows the truth. Your congressman knows the truth. Joe Allen. Coach, on on the U.S. code, with that misprison of treason, conspiracy falls the beginning of that. They get two charges. So you might as well count on 20-something years. Spencer, or, uh, yeah, Spencer, put in on the search bar, put uh, conspiracy. See if there's a, see if that comes up with any kind of law against conspiracy. <clears throat> Uh, conspiracy to commit offense or to defraud the United States. U.S. Code, Title 18, Part 1. Click on that. See what that shows us. If two or more persons conspire either to commit any offense against the United States or to be or to defraud the United States or any... By the way, this would be Joe Biden and his brother, wouldn't it? Wouldn't this be Joe Biden and Bobolinsky? Wouldn't this be Joe Biden and Hunter and Bobolinsky? Any two persons to defraud the United States or any agency thereof in any manner or any purpose, and one or more of such persons do any act to affect the object of conspiracy, each shall be fined under this title in prison not more than five years. If, however, the offense, the commission of which is the object, object of the conspiracy, is a misdemeanor only, the punishment for conspiracy shall not exceed the maximum punishment provided for such misdemeanors. <clears throat> I don't even know what to say. Dave Allison, come on in, Dave. Coming up your way here soon. Here's a, here's a quote from uh, Shakespeare. Cowards die many times before their death. I'm tired of walking amongst, I'm tired of being counted amongst the walking dead. <laughs> brother. Cowards die a thousand deaths. That's right, brother. And I'm tired of walking amongst the dead. I was supposed to do the, God, I was supposed to do the calendar this morning. Forgot about it. Jack. Yeah, Coach, this is this is excellent information. This is all absolutely valid and useful. The problem is we don't know how to implement it because we okay. have been told that impeachment is not possible. Impeachment is rare. High crimes and misdemeanors. You just talked about a misdemeanor. They are impeachable for misdemeanors. High crimes do not mean massive crimes. It means crimes by p- persons in high places. That's we right. A congressman commits a higher crime than me because he has a higher rank. That's high crimes, folks. High crimes. Real quickly, because I'm about out of time. Spencer, look up Webster misprison. Uh oh my goodness. He didn't even have a word then. Put it, look at Miss Prize. Look at Miss Prize. See what it says. 
That's easy. It's right at the bottom there. You can click on it. Miss Price. In law, any high offense under the degree of capital, but nearly bordering therein. Miss Prison is contained in every treason and felony. Miss Prison is contained in every felony. Miss Prisons are divided into negative and positive. Negative, which consists in the concealment of something which ought to be revealed. And positive, which consists in the commission of something which ought not to be done. Misprison of treason consists in a bare knowledge and concealment of treason without assenting to it. Did you guys understand this? It is a crime if you know about it and don't report it. It's what Pete Santilli did yesterday. And now all of those people in the FBI office who received what Pete Santelli took them are guilty of misprison of treason. We'll see you tomorrow.